Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome to episode 349 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, where tonight I'll be doing a little review of Star Trek DS9, Deep Space Nine, Season 1, as I officially finished Season 1 the other day. I'd mentioned this in a previous stream. Uh, if you missed the Good Morning Asgard stream uh, this morning, it was the first one of the summer. So we'll have our second one of the summer tomorrow, and then going forward every Tuesday and Wednesday morning from 9 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern. And then on Thursday, we'll have a morning stream, same time, but on the OMB Report channel, where we talk about news and politics through both a critical and a cynical fashion. Very excited to be getting that channel started back up once again. But tonight's all about Star Trek DS9. Top Gun Maverick having a massive box office weekend, breaking Memorial Day records uh, and doing very, very well internationally, crossing over $300 million internationally, according to reports from Deadline, all without China as well. So very awesome news to hear that, that a good film, an enjoyable film, entertaining film, that respects source material, is entertaining to boot, and is actually even better in many ways than the original film. And it's amazing how many people are actually saying that, that it's better than the original film. Uh, it's pretty phenomenal to see the film doing as well as it is. So that makes me very happy. But before we get any further, though, please make sure you smash that like button. Light up that fire button if you're watching over on Odyssey. And uh, it should be up on Odyssey now. It was taking forever to actually create the link. So apologies for that, but I can now finally get my chat window into my OBS, which will allow me to not have to have as many windows open. But anyway, let me know how y'all are doing tonight. Have you been able to see Top Gun? Are you glad to see it doing well? Have you seen Deep Space Nine? And what are your thoughts about it? I've got some thoughts about Season 1, mostly positive, I might add. But let's go ahead and say hello to some people in the chat. we got General Wingster in here. Hello, General Wingster. Thank you very much for joining today. He says, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Mark Lazeth, what's going on? Good, sir. Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. Vincent Womack hanging out over on Odyssey saying, greetings and salutations. Well, thank you, good sir, for hanging out. General Wingster, no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. But I appreciate you mentioning ice cream because I do have some ice cream. And I might have some later. In fact, there's ice cream and then... The wife just got back from a weekend with uh, with her parents, with the in-laws, and baby Thor, and brought back cookies. So I might have some cookies and ice cream, which sound delightful, and very excited about that. Let's see, Tina B in the chat, what's going on? Empress of the Universe, and as she does indeed say, please make sure you put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment, at Odin, it lets me know that you're trying to get my attention. And also do know I do sometimes fall behind in the chats, especially when they are a-hoppin'. For those that hang out, hung out, hanged out, hung out earlier for the morning stream, thank you for returning. See a couple of return visitors from earlier in the day. And I appreciate y'all's love and support. Nearsighted Cyclops, what is going on? Welcome back. Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington, hail to you. Says, just watched seven episodes of The Offer about the making of The Godfather. Like Mad Men, but for the movies, very good drama. Nice! Yeah, I remember seeing trailers for that in the theater, actually. 
So you know how almost all theaters have a pre-show pre-show? So before the actual trailers hit, they have something playing. Normally it's on actually a pretty bad projector or there's something always like wrong with it. The sound's always off or the picture's always off and people always get into the theater. They get nervous. And there I am like, you do know that that's like a different projector. So that's not what the film's going to look like. But obviously a lot of these people either haven't seen a film in a long time or just don't know that's how it typically works. But I remember seeing promos for it, and it looked really interesting. So I'm uh, I'm glad to hear that it's good. Glad to hear that it's good. Let us see. Who else? Who else do we have in the chat? Mark Lizette tagged to say, you should watch everything everywhere all at once. Dude, I what are you talking? Mark, Mark, where have you been, brother? I've been talking about that movie almost every single stream. Where have you been? Every video, I mention it, too. Any box office video I talk about. If I talk about Doctor Strange, I say everything everywhere, everything, everywhere all at once is the superior multiverse film. So, what do you mean? Go see it. I've already seen it, bro. In fact, I'm pretty sure there's a review on the channel of it. Where have you been, Mark? That's the real question. Yeah, that's right. Calling you out. Ah, oh, man, oh, man. I'm not getting even to read the rest of the comment. I'm insulted. I've been insulted by Mark. How dare you not pay attention, especially when I mentioned it so many times. Mark, <laughs> Matthew Highland, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat. Glad to see you here. Appreciate it. Cody Guy, what's going on? Welcome. Uh, let's see. Green Lion, what is going on? Yeah, in fact, really you could argue it's actually the real China that's being represented because Taiwan, the patch for Taiwan, is actually in the film. So... Take that. Rob D. Time to say, hello, Odin. Uh, how do you think the Elvis movie is going to do? I feel it'll either be a movie everyone loves but makes very little money, or it'll be a huge success, 500 plus million. Well, it was a Baz Luhrmann film, and so I could see it going either way, too. But I, I just have a feeling in my gut that it's not going to be a massive box office hit. That's not to say that it's not going to make money. But I just don't see it as being a top uh, grosser. I don't know. The trailer, as I've mentioned previously several times, the trailer always just rubs me the wrong way. There's just something about the performance given by Tom Hanks, especially, that is just really cringy. The, you know, I, I just, we are like lost little children. That line every single time makes me want to vomit. So, and yet I repeat it almost every single time I bring up that movie. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if everyone else is going to feel the same way that I do, but. I don't have very high hopes. General Wingster tagged to say, I'm glad Maverick is good, as I always mistrust sequels decades later. We'll have to see it. Yeah, this is one of those rare exceptions, man. It really is a rare exception. And it's it's kind of an amazing feat for the film to be able to be as good as it is. It has no right to be as good as it is, honestly. But it is. It is. And I know that not everyone's a fan of Tom Cruise, but again, if you like the original film... This film's better. It's a better film. It has a better story. It is shot much better. It obviously has the amazing IMAX sequences in the actual jets, which are phenomenal, and the practical effects use. I mean, it's just got... It, it ticks all of those boxes. Now, is it the greatest film ever made? No. But is it a really good film? Absolutely. Anyway. I'm glad to hear that it's doing well, too. Matt Vader 74, what's going on, good sir? How's it going, brother? Welcome back. G Monkey 76 in the chat as well. Hail to you. 
He gives Maverick an A minus slash B plus. Feel it to have it. Alan, thank you for the diamond donation over on DLive. He was here earlier today as well, hanging out for the Good Morning Asgard stream. So thank you very much for yet another diamond donation. Appreciate it, brother. Let's see. Nathan Slay tagged and said, The good, the bad, and the ugly. Awesome, awesome movie. Whatever happened to rewatching the whole Dollars trilogy and giving those movies a second chance? Um, again, there's a long list of things that I need to watch. So far, I've been dedicating a lot of my time to DS9 <laughs> and also to other random films like Fantastic Beasts 3. Can't get that time back, but <laughs> it's on my to-do list. Orange Hat Reviews, what's going on, brother? He's a member, says, I am late. Finances are soul-draining at times. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine, Orange Hat. How are you is the real question. How are you? And thank you for being here. Always appreciate you being here, brother. Always appreciate it. Let's see. Visit Womack hanging out in the YouTube chat as well. Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, da, 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 da. Daniel over on Odyssey. What's going on, Daniel? Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. Apparently, Tom from Midnight's Edge After Dark loves the offer, but it's on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, it is on one of the many, the plethora of streaming services that just never seem to stop popping up. And it's not a very good streaming service from the experience I've had. You can get like a free trial with it. So if you ever wanted to dive into a show like that, you could always maybe make a list of all the things that are on that channel and then get the free trial, binge watch whatever it is that you want to watch. And then when the trial expires, just don't renew anything and don't pay anything. That would be my, my recommendation, Tina, especially if, if he's speaking that highly of it. That's probably what I'll end up doing because I think I had a free trial of the movie. I think I had a free trial of, of, of it at one point, but I honestly can't remember. So, G-Man, what is going on? Thank you for being here. General Wingster tagged again, said, you have to see everything all at once. I hear it's better than Doctor Strange. Oh, General Wingster. He is our pet troll, and he knows how much I've talked about that movie. <laughs> uh, I, appreciate, I, I appreciate the trollery, General Wingster. Uh, low watermark, dude. Thank you for the fifty dollar donation. He's dropping a bomb. Thank you for the fifty dollar donation via Streamlabs. Mama Susan ain't getting none of that. He says, "I loved DS Nine. Can't wait to hear what you have to say." Well, I'll go ahead and dive into that then. Uh, low watermark, and thank you again for that donation. Yeah. So DS Nine. I just the other day finished the first season. I'm now six episodes. I believe I'm going into episode seven of season two, but I'm six episodes solid into uh, season two. I just finished the episode with the female uh, Ferengi. And if I, if, I, if I mispronounce anything, I apologize. I would never consider myself to be a hardcore diehard fan. This is my first time watching this show. And it's really my first time dedicating any time to Star Trek, to be perfectly honest. I, which I know it might shock some people or might be like, what? But that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm diving into the show, because I have two friends who are friends of the channel, who are also inspirations to me, uh, who are both uh, very devout Catholics, who see a lot of rich philosophy and symbolism within DS9, and they want to do a, a series on the different seasons. And so I've, I've kind of fell behind a bit, but they also fell behind on their work, so it all ends up being okay. 
that was one of the things that kind of got me into it in the first place was because we were going to do some uh, some shows on DS9 and actually covering the seasons and, and talking about some of the deeper philosophical ideas that are brought up in the show. And the end of season one especially goes really into the impact of religion on the human brain, not just on the human brain, that sounded weird, on human thoughts on society, on culture. And I found it really fascinating the way that they portray it, right? With it being with the prophets, right? That's their deity or deities as it were, right? It's the, it's the prophets. Um, and it's within the wormhole itself that they believe to be the celestial temple where the prophets are. And I thought like the politicking that was happening between them was also very realistic where it's, they have faith, but then they're also corrupt, and corrupted by the world because they are still, in this case, humanoid beings with the ability to, you know, they have free will and they have the ability to choose. And because of that, they are prone to uh, error, right? They are prone to falling into error. And so I just found that episode especially to be very, uh, to be very interesting and compelling. But yeah, so that one I think especially was was very, very interesting. But the entire season overall, I actually really enjoyed. It took me a while to get into it, and I was very open about this up front when I started the series that I just don't really like the performance from 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 the lead. I just I don't know. Cisco to me, the character of Cisco and the actor that plays Cisco is just uh, he's a little bit too cheesy, to be perfectly honest. He's a very cheesy individual. And it's not the it's not the right kind of cheese. It's not the kind of cheese that you just want to you know take your time with, and you want to you know savor and enjoy. It's the kind of cheese that you open it up and you're like, whew, okay, that that's a little bit too much for me. That's the performance of Cisco in in the show. I will say though, over time and as the episodes go on, you get used to it and you're okay with it. And luckily, the acting from the other characters are a lot better. Uh, I really like the actress that plays. Uh, his was it the fir- his first commander, and I'm forgetting the race um, of people that that she's a part of. But basically, she she's the one from the planet that DS9 is is a part of. And I, I thought that I think that that actress is very talented. Um, also, the the actress that plays the Trill I think is also very very talented as well. All the other characters, all the other actors, I think are, are very solid. This is the one that plays Cisco is just a little bit too cheesy for me. But you do get used to it over time, and luckily the strength of the other characters is so strong that you end up just caring a lot about them. I saw someone uh, at one point, yeah, Tubu, what's going on? He's hanging out over on Odyssey saying that Quark is the best. Yeah, I, I, love the, I love the relationship between Quark and Odo. That might be my favorite. They're not a couple, but they really are like, it's almost like a, like a buddy cop situation with them where Quark is just the very over-the-top comic relief, and then Odo is the very super serious character, shape-shifting character. And I, I just, I really love the dynamic that they have between each other, and I think that the actors that play those characters also do a very, very good job. I will say, though, and I mentioned this to my wife when she got back, because I was like, by the way, I finished season one, and she's like, good. And then I was like, yeah, I'm also six episodes in season two. She's like, good. She's a huge Trek fan, so she's very happy that I'm getting into at least some 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 bit of Trek. But I did mention that one thing that's I'm kind of starting to get triggered by a little bit, and it's by the it's by Quark, and it's the fact that he says gold plate latinum every episode, and I understand that is the currency, but I feel like there needs to be some. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there needs to start to be some diversity in the currency. It's like, okay, gold plate latinum. 
I understand this is important, but can there not be other, you know, elements of the currency that exist? Or can we go an episode where it's not him at one point saying, oh, I'll do it for five pieces of gold plate latinum. I don't know why. It's kind of triggered me just a little bit. However, with all that being said, it is solid. It's a very fun show. I'm very excited to continue to go into the other episodes. And yeah, call me a fan of DS9. O'Brien is another great character. I love the actor that plays O'Brien. Just that slight Irish accent. You know, it's not really a full-on Irish accent, but it's kind of a little bit of an it's kind of like a little bit of an accent, and I love it. So that one also is very, very good. All right, let's get back into the chat. Gary Banjo said with Worthington said also watched everything everywhere all at once for the second time and loved it. Nice. Yeah, I've thought about going to see that a second time, but I'm also I'm tempted to go see the new Cronenberg film on Thursday. Especially since uh Viggo Mortensen's in this one. Uh, Mark Lazette tagged to say, I didn't recall your chagrin at the public scene and everything everywhere all at once, so I didn't remember you saw it. Ah, yeah. Well, there are definitely moments in the in the film that are, yeah, moments like that, for instance. But luckily, those aren't all that common. There's a lot of other stuff that's going on in the show, you know? Uh, Guile Quintz, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat, good sir. Uh, Philip Hawkins tag to say maverick reminded me of the last 15 minutes of the original star wars loved it yeah the ending sequence is very much new hope inspired and it's done very well and i think it's done so well especially because they're for much of that sequence in an actual jet so it's even more realistic than than that sequence in star wars and i know that might trigger some people but it's true it's it's more intense because they're actually in jets so it feels just visually, it feels so much more like the stakes are so much higher because of the fact that they're in actual jets. But yeah, I love it. Uh, let's see. GJJ, thank you very much for becoming a member at the Citizen of Asgardian level. Appreciate it. Forever Sci-Fi, what's going on? Welcome. Welcome, Forever Sci-Fi. Thank you very much for being here. Let us see. Uh, Shorty Short, what's going on, Laura? The modern major general of the channel. I appreciate it. Let's see. Laura came in to say, I watched like 15 15 minutes of Jojo Rabbit before shutting it off. Didn't find it amusing. Yeah, I didn't like the film either. Yes, I agree. I don't know why that film got as much love as it did. Uh, Orange Eye Reviews, who's a member, says, well, Odin, since you ask, I hit 1,000 finally. I saw Top Gun 2 and didn't have to check my phone for the time. It was that good. I will have to dye my hair and beard orange for a 1,000 uh, stream, so I am good. Well, congratulations hitting 1,000, brother. Uh, how close are you to the uh, watch hours? Because monetization should be right around the corner for you, brother. Congratulations. That's awesome. Let's see, General Wingster. Tag to say, I did a trial of Paramount Plus just to watch all of 2003 TMNT series. Nice. Again, that's the way you do it. You find out what you want to watch on one of these platforms, and then you get the free trial. And then you just get rid of it, you know? Uh, Let's see. Waiting for the Orville says, hail to Odin, Valks, and chat. Hope everyone had a pleasant holiday. God bless all who gave their lives in service to our country. Absolutely. Absolutely. God bless to all those who've lost their lives in service, but also to all veterans and to all service members as well. Let's see. Uh, A Money Wilson says DS9 is best Trek. That's what I'm hearing from a lot of people, especially as the seasons go on. I hear that 
was it season five or season six has a really good arc. So I'm very excited to eventually get to that point. But I am enjoying the development of the different characters. There was also a really great episode. I think it was in season one where the character uh, of the Trill uh, meets another host, as it were, who wants a Trill, basically. I thought that episode was really interesting, too. John Glover was in that one. Um, he was in Smallville. Is how I know him best. So seeing him in it give also a very great performance, too, was interesting. And also really went into all of the different dynamics of what it means to have, in certain ways, what it means to have free will, what it means to make choices and stuff. I don't know. The, the entire concept of the Trill is very interesting. So I kind of hope that they're able to um, you know, explore that a little bit more as the seasons go on. Let's see. Victor Fontaine, what's going on? Welcome back. Appreciate you being here. All right. Let's see. Philly the Hobbit. Alan says, how dare you? How dare I what? What did I do? What did I do? Uh, Dario Sussman, what's going on? I don't hate Cisco. It's not Cisco hate. It's the just it's a it's a fact that the actor is cheesy. That's just a fact. That everyone even <laughs> admits to. Vincent Womack being one, right? Cisco gets better over time. And I, I would agree. Now, my question, though, is, is it that you just get used to his character over time? Or does he actually get better? That I don't know. That That's just, you know, something that I, I'm not quite sure of. Over on Odyssey, let's see. The R, what's going on? Yeah, Major Kira. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Major Kira. The actress that plays uh, Kira is a really does a really good job. Uh, the R then says here, sorry, Odin, the gold press latinum stays for the whole show. Well, I figured that it would, but every episode? Is it in every single episode? Does Quark have to say gold press latinum at least once? Is that like in the contract? Abomination, uh, Abomination what's going on? Thank you for being in the chat. For some reason, there's these ads in the little chat box. I have no idea what's going on with that. Um, but some of the chat might be blocked because of it on Odyssey. Not, not sure, but anyway, Victor Fontaine says, I knew you'd like the last episode of season one with the two different religious sects maneuvering for power. Yeah, it was, again, I think it was done very well and it really goes into it because there is that element of authentic faith, but then there's also the element of even faith leaders are still human or in this case, humanoid and therefore are still at risk of being and becoming corrupt. And I thought that that was really good. I feel like Alan over on D says, Cisco is my favorite. Well, I hear once he gets bald, that is when things get really good for Cisco. So I'm excited for that. So once he goes bald, I'm going to expect to be blown away. And if his baldness does not match my baldness and blow me away, as I'm sure my baldness is just, you know, breathtaking for everybody, I will be very upset and I'll come back for all of you. Nathan Slay says, so would you say that Tom Hanks in the Elvis movie is kind of kind of person that would appear in your nightmares? Yes, absolutely. Some people have called him like so many different names. It Like, I think I've, I don't know if this is one of them, but I've had one too many ice creams. Hanks has been the way that it's been described because that's kind of how it looks. It's like, okay, it's Tom Hanks in, clearly in a fat suit doing a weird accent. I don't know. Uh, the R then says Cisco gets better. Honest again, I'm putting my faith in y'all. I'm putting my trust in y'all. 
I think the character is great. I like the character. It's the acting that is a bit, uh, again, a bit cheesy for me. Hail to you, Bruce. Hope the appointment went well. Metal Mugen, what's going on? Uh, let's see, GJJ, who's the newest member, says it gets better with Cisco. As again, that's what everyone says. But as you can see, everyone is saying and admitting that Cisco is not the best and not what he should be acting wise. So again, it's not hating on the actor that plays Cisco. It's just being honest. Uh, waiting for the Orville. Kira is a Bajoran. Thank you, Bajoran. Yeah. Again, the races. I'm still a little bit. You know, if I sat down and thought about it, I could probably come up with all of them. But on the fly, I just don't have the mindset at this point since I'm only about a season and six episodes into the show. I'm really liking it, but anyway. Let's see. Matthew Latour. So, yeah, I figured everyone in the chat would be like, I can't believe he doesn't know. Again, this is my first time watching it. So, GMAX86 tag to say, so in other words, Brie Cheese? Ha. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, you. You're so funny. By the way, thank you for that super chat earlier. I will get to that in the chat so I can highlight it in a second. Good wrench. What's going on? I totally agree. O'Brien is fantastic. Absolutely. Man Squatch, welcome back to the chat. Good sir. Let's see. Bob Morton. What's going on? Don't worry. I will not watch New Track. I have no interest in New Track. Uh, Rosie12 says, Hail Odin in chat. Hail to you. Thank you for being here. T. Stoney, thank you for being in the chat. Says, glad you're enjoying DS9. In my opinion, the best of treks. Very nice. Very, very nice. Let's see. Bruce then adds to say, there are Federation credits. Yeah. And how often are those brought up? I can, I can, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I honestly cannot even think of a single time that I've actually heard that at this point. But I can tell you every episode, I'm pretty sure every episode I've heard Gold Plate Latinum. How about six bars of Gold Plate Latinum? And in that way. Spoken in that way. <laughs> Let's see. Daniel over on Odyssey says, what is your opinion about Vic Mignogna and Star Trek continues? Um, I don't have one. I've never seen it. I don't know much about Vic. I, I, I remember when there was some cancellation. Wasn't that what was going on with Vic? I kind of stayed out of it, though, because I just didn't know much about him because not really my my wheelhouse with that one. So let's see here. Southern Bell, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat. Well, yeah, I with a name like Colm, I, I figure that he he is Irish, but he doesn't have like a thick Irish accent is what I was trying to say. Thanatos Felicitas says, if you like DS9, try watching Babylon 5. It's better. Oh, interesting. I have heard good things. If we're talking, I think you're talking about the 2003 reboot. I've heard good things about it. Uh, Jacob Ironside, what is going on? He says, hey, I like Worf in DS9. Spoilers? Uh, Spoiler warning? I haven't gotten that far yet. Nathan Slay (laughs) says, I mean, come on, it came out... Came out decades ago at this point, so it's all good. Nathan Slay, I definitely want to see everything everywhere all at once a second time. I would see it again because if there's any movie that deserves money, it's that one. Yep. Right now, that one and Top Gun Maverick are really the only two that I can really recommend to anybody that's still out in theaters. Green Lion tagged to say, Tom Hanks is leaning heavily into the fact that Colonel Parker was Dutch. Yeah, but part of me wonders 
is that the way he actually talked? Or is that just Tom Hanks, as you said, is that just Tom Hanks leading heavily into it? That is the real question. Because if that's how he actually talked, and it's actually a good impersonation, okay. But I don't necessarily believe or think that that is actually the case. <laughs> I just being honest. Let's see. Gary Banjo Sandworth worthy syntax to say, sorry, it is gold pressed latinum. Good try. No free latinum for you. Gold pressed latinum? What did I say? Did I did I say something else? What did I say? Did I not say gold pressed latinum? Or are you trying to say that sorry, that's all they have? <laughs> Because if you're saying sorry, that's all they have. That just makes me sad. Every episode, every single episode. How about some? How about sixty-seven bars of gold press latinum? Quark. Philly the Hobbit. Time to say, I always got extra decoy flares for you, buddy. Always got extra decoy flares. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Orange Hour Views, Tanta said, I am at 2,246 hours currently. Nice. Ooh, you're halfway there. Rob D, Tanta said, do you end up buying the majority of films you see in theaters? I do. Only if I really didn't like the movie, then I won't buy it. I typically don't buy every single film. I typically only buy my favorite films of a given year. So, uh, for instance, I got Nobody from last year, as that was one of my favorite films. And I already pre-ordered Top Gun Maverick actually cuz the steelbook once the so the steelbook was already pre uh, crazy that it already went on pre-sale like even last week it was on sale it was crazy but I saw it on, on Best Buy and I'm like okay I'm going to buy mine now because these things are going to sell it like hotcakes when people actually go to see it because any film that's very popular if they have a Blu-ray, a uh, 4K steelbook for it at Best Buy, those go out so quickly. So I, I got on that as soon as I could. So I've already pre-ordered, pre-ordered that one. That's one of my top films of the year. I'll be pre-ordering the 4K for everything, everywhere, all at once soon. But again, they're not going to run out of the 4K. They don't have a steelbook for it, at least at this point. So, yeah. Keely Chow, what is going on? Thank you very much for being here. All righty. Let's see. There it is. T. Stoney, thank you for the five dollars. That's a super chat. Says Babylon Five fan. You need to ch- you need to check it out. If not, yeah, I've never I've never watched Babylon Five, but I hear very good things about it. And once again, I assume it's the 2003 version, uh, the reboot, as it were. Uh, let's see. O. W. Larry over on Odyssey tagged to say, if you like DS9, you should watch Babylon 5 next. It has deeper characters and better story arcs than DS9. It's amazing how everyone says the same thing. Oh, <laughs> well, if you like DS9, then you should watch Babylon 5. I will, but I have to I, I want to finish DS9 first. As far as shows that I'm watching that aren't shows that I'm already watching, if that makes any sense. Um because I, I want to give as much of my own attention to the characters of DS9, <laughs> since I still don't even have those fully down yet. Alrighty. Mr. Roy, what's going on, good sir? Welcome back. Here in the Steadfast, tagged and said, Hail, good sir. Thank you very much. Yes, if you have a comment or question, please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. At Odin. It lets me know you're trying to get my attention. 
kind of like a code word here on the channel. You don't have to super chat. You are welcome to. You can also donate via Streamlabs if you wish. But if you just put at Odin at the very beginning, let's me know. I see Jacob Ironside tag to say, Cisco has come to be one of my favorite Star Trek captains. Nice. I think I saw uh, Tina mention that next to Captain Kirk, he's one of the top captains for her. I think Kirk's her favorite, and then Cisco's second. And again, I, I, I find him I find him his character to be fine. It's it's just that the acting's a little cheesy. Let's see, Vincent Womack, uh, tag tag to say Quarks, gold pressed latinum is your actors in real jets. Ah. I see. The R says, you said gold-plated latinum. Did I say gold-plate latinum? I thought I said gold-pressed latinum. I might have to rewind the tape on that one. But anyway. <laughs> sorry, Vincent Womack. Or rather, uh, sorry, uh, the R over on Odyssey. Gold-pressed latinum. Either way. Either way, I stand by my comments. All right, let's see. Vincent Womack tagged to say, and concerning Avery Brooks, have a look on YouTube for a hawk for a hawk scene from Spencer for Hire. What? That's random. I'm assuming Avery Brooks is the actor that plays Cisco, but I don't know what the other thing is. <laughs> I just saw this comment I had to highlight. It. Bloody Cardassians! Hey, now, not all Cardassians are bad. One uh, that reminds me of a another really interesting episode that I liked and it's when uh, the Cardassian boy uh, enters to DS9 and he has been adopted by one of the previous like uh, Mar- it was like, oh again uh, I need like a I need like a book in front of me with all the different races but anyway they it's when the little boy is adopted by the the race that they the, the race that Major Kira is a part of. I'm again I'm I'm sorry, I I've, I'm blanking out on the name of it. But Bajorans, thank you, Vincent Womack. Appreciate it. So the Bajorans. So when when the Cardassian boy has Bajoran parents and he's being raised essentially to hate the Cardassians, even though he himself is a Cardassian. I actually really like that episode. I will say this much, though. I am not a fan of the decision that Captain Sisko made. I was not a fan of that decision. I'm <laughs> just going to be honest. I think he made the wrong call. I think he made the wrong call with where he sent the Cardassian boy. That's all I'll say. Uh, see, Nathan Slate, I say, what if some teens dress up as scary Tom Hanks for Halloween as their costume? Or imagine if Tom Hanks used their voice to voice Woody and Toy Story. That Again, no thank you. No thank you. That would be terrifying. See, Gus Tide to say, just rewatched Top Gun, and that was something special. Uh, planning on watching Mab this weekend, praying for better. Uh, hey, no. You're, I, again, it's a better film. Top Gun Maverick is better than the original. It's one of those very few cases where it actually ends up being better. General Wingster, tagged to say, Vic was really good in Star Trek Continues, and yes, he was me too. That's what I thought. Vincent Womack, tagged to say, go watch Star Trek Continues. It's way better than anything else the professionals put out. Well, I'm going to go through DS9 first. (laughs) How many people are going to say the same thing? 
This has been said by every person so far. Cisco gets better. Okay. I get it, guys. Guys, I get it. I get it. It just hasn't happened yet. Uh, Laura says, I watched all of the Trek series so long ago, they all blend together in my brain. <laughs> hey, I'm sure that that might trigger some people, but <laughs> since I've only watched now one show, one iteration of Star Trek with any sense of consistency, because I've only seen clips or only a certain number of episodes, uh, like next to DS9... My next most watched Trek would be Next Generation because I watched a bunch of episodes out of order throughout my time. And I've seen maybe an episode or two of the original. But DS9 is really the first one that I've actually dedicated any amount of time to. Waiting for the Orville says here, uh, Gold Press Latinum is brought up so much because the Ferengi are money-driven society. No, I, I understand that. I get it. I, I, again, I, oh, I totally understand it. It's just that it doesn't have to be said every episode. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. How about how about 50 pieces of gold pressed latinum? 199 bars of gold pressed latinum. It haunts my brains. I can't get it out. Can't get you out of my head. <laughs> Ah, Gary Banjo said was worth it. I said played it sometimes. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it means the same thing, right? I think it means the same thing. You know what I meant. Cacao Cookies Minion, what's going on? Welcome. Appreciate you being here. Let's see. Bruce tagged to say, turns out I have a, I don't even, I'm not even going to say that, spelled wrong, on my back that needs to be cut out. I'll be getting a call from surgery to make an appointment to do it. Ooh. The ghost, what's going on? Apparently, I'm confusing uh, Babylon 5 with Battlestar Galactica. Probably. I haven't watched either, so I wouldn't know. (laughs) Josiah Fitch, what's going on? Uh, Soul Assassin, my vision is fine. Hello there. Thank you for tagging. I appreciate it. Let's see. Good Wrench says, New England Clam Chowder. Why? I feel I feel like I feel like Hefe from Three Migos. Why, El Guapo? Why, Good Ranch? Why? Why would you say this? Why would you do that? Let's see. Dario Sussman calling me out as well. You're confused about Battle Five without Battlestar Galactica. The latter one had a reboot in 2003. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I did say plated. Hey, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Cisco near at the end is way better than Picard ever was. Ooh, Carl Peters. Okay, nice. At first, I thought you were going to say he gets better again, and I was like, oh, my goodness, please, no more. Um, But nice. Okay. Interesting. Because from the few episodes that I have watched of Next Generation, I do like Picard. Not the show Picard, Captain Picard. I think most people would agree that the show Picard does not actually feature Picard. Uh, let's see. Laura says the costumes and alien design makeup of Avalon 5 are amazing. Very cool. Let's see. <laughs> Hardwick says, Did you notice that in Top Gun Maverick, the Taiwan Japanese passage, which we're missing the trailer? Bro, Hardwick, Hardwick. I've talked about this. I've talked about this already. Yes. 
Someone already mentioned it. Uh, not tonight, but in, in previous streams. Let's see. Isaj Moody, what's going on? It says, as a Catholic, when someone says, may the force be with you, do you feel compelled to say, and also with you? No, no, no. I feel compelled to say, and with your spirit. Because uh, it's actually more accurate to the original Latin. The original English translation of the Mass post-Vatican II was terrible. It was garbage. And then finally, in what, 2011, I think, they finally updated it to be more proper. Because... The Latin is ecum de spiritu, which even if you know like Spanish, you're like, oh, and with your spirit. But we, for some reason, translated it to and also with you, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So I feel more tempted to say and with your spirit. But that's neither here nor there. General Wingster tagged to say, Odin, I don't know if you heard, but apparently Cisco gets better. <laughs> Dang you. General Wingster, I knew that you were going to do that at some point, And I fell for it. You got me. You got me, sir. Uh, Rosie212, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat. Oh my goodness, Tina. <laughs> 999 bars of gold pressed latinum on the wall. 999 bars of gold, pla- gold. Again, I was about to say it too because you said it. Uh, gold pressed latinum. When one of them falls, 998 bottles of gold pressed latinum on the wall. Yeah, I'm sure everyone just loved that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, let's see here. New side Cyclops. Think about gold pressed latinum. Is it made no sense? If you can replicate gold, you can make anything. Ooh, near side Cyclops. Um, I guess the question would be, can replicators only... Well, no. Because they do already admit that replicators can make inorganic matter. Matter? 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 Because there's the episode that features... So this is season two now because there is a new character who's the cartographer. I don't know. I've, again, I haven't watched enough of the uh, second season to know if she comes back at all. But there's the first episode with the new cartographer on the ship who gets with the <laughs> gets with the doctor, and her whole her whole thing is that she is from a planet that has very low gravity. And so when she gets transported to DS9 and she has to get used to the gravity, she has to literally use a cane and have like a whole support system because her body's never felt that type of gravity before. Um, And one of the things that was mentioned in that episode was that they could have replicated the chair design. So I was going to say, well, maybe it's that they can only replicate organic matter, but they did mention replicating the wheelchair. So, but it's a good point though, since it is something that theoretically could be replicated. Let's see. Nathan Slay says, I want to briefly see the universe where we all have hot dogs, fingers and know how we all manage to grab anything. I don't think anyone wants to honestly be in that. Let's see. Dario assessment. I say against Trekkers, Trekkies, Odin against Trekkers, Trekkies. I, I've always known it as Trekkies. That's always been how I've heard it and known it. So. <laughs> Victor Fontaine. Dad to say, what did you think of Garrick, the Cardassian running the clothing store? I like him. That episode was great, Victor Fontaine. Yeah, so. Yeah, with, with him also like being an expert on computers and, and helping expose one of the politicians essentially of the Cardassian I want to say I don't know why I want to say Cardassian Empire but of the Cardassian people I, I really like that episode a lot because um, yeah that was a, that was the same episode where it was the 
um, Cardassian boy who had who had the Bajoran Bajoran parents, and I thought that that whole dynamic was incredibly interesting. And that actor that played Garrick, yeah, I I like him a lot. Like he was just very suave, very sophisticated. The looks too. Like there's one point where he's in the background and he gives like this smile because one of the characters is figuring something out. And I was like, oh, this guy's good. I like this guy. This guy. This guy knows what acting is. He he could teach he could teach Avery Brooks a few lessons. <laughs> and now I've just triggered some people again. Uh, Nearside Cyclops says Cisco has a true arc and is a different person by the end of the series. That's what I've been. So I've been told. So I've been told many times. Uh, Keck forty four. What's going on? Thank you for being here, Rob D. I just saw this comment. I had to. <laughs> But does Cisco get better in later, later seasons? Everyone has to know. Uh, Isaj, I, <laughs> no. Also, bald Cisco is the better Cisco. I know. That's why that that's the metric I'm waiting for. Once he goes bald, I know that things are, are finally getting getting serious. Malora, yes, that was the cartographer. Let's see, Carl Peters tagged to say the whole point of latinum is that it can't be replicated the gold is only a container interesting so the gold could be replicated and is worthless technically because it's just a uh, container but the latinum can't i wonder if they go into that more i wonder if they go into that also is gold press latinum the currency of all star wars seasons or is it just ds9 is it just something that's dealt with in the ferengi and that that part of the universe be interesting to know Stephen g what's going on jacob ironside tagged to say picard is more like a diplomat and cisco is like a wartime captain yeah and that's what i hear that he kind of goes full war with when he's bald so i'm excited for that visible max says your to watch list should now contain the following tv shows babylon 5 battlestar galactica both Quark for fun, space above and beyond. Star Trek continues. Wait, did Quark get his own series, or is it like a mini series? See, good wrench tag to say there are references to industrial replicators in Star Trek that would that I would imagine would make electronics. You'd likely need some gold in there. I'd wager. Yeah, it sounds like it was answered though. With it's not the gold that's the valuable item; it's the latinum which I would like to know what that is. Do they explain it in DS9 a little bit later? Uh, Let's see. Hardwick, tag to say, did you notice that in Top Gun Maverick, there's a David Bowie song playing when Jennifer Connelly is introduced. It's a nod to the fact that she was in the David Bowie movie Labyrinth. No, I didn't notice that, but that actually is awesome. I like that nod a lot. She was actually a lot better than I thought. When I found that she was going to be in the film and she was going to be the romance, I, I was like, oh, that's not going to be. But no, like all the sequences that have her in it all serve the story and all serve the character of Maverick. So I, I thought that was great. The R over on Odyssey says Garrick is by far my favorite character on the show. Yeah, I, I wish I wish there was a little bit more of him. But so far, there's only really been that one episode where he was featured very heavily. And I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. It was very, very talented. Or he's very talented. Let's see. Mark Lizeth says, Garrick is more than a tailor, but spoilers. Oh, thank you, Mark Lizeth. Well, I assumed as much when the the fact that he, when they got to the orphanage and were trying to find the records and he's just like, 
Well, it's easy to find stuff when you know what you're looking for. It's like, mm, okay, there's some more. It's kind of like the whole Shepherd book thing. If anyone watched uh, Firefly, you know, there was obviously a lot more to Shepherd book going on. Uh, and that's why I'm so, one of the many reasons why I'm ticked off at Joss Whedon. Because if any character should have been continued and whose stories should have gone on, it should have been Shepard Book's character. But unfortunately, some decisions were made. To which we'll really never know exactly who Shepard Book was prior to becoming a Shepard. But oh well. But that's kind of the that's kind of the inkling or the impression, rather, that I get from Garrick's character. It's like, oh, okay. You're clearly more than what you let on. But yeah, the actor that plays him is great. Let's see, Nearside Cyclops says, Garrick was the villain in the first Dirty Harry movie. Interesting, okay. It's been a while since I've seen the first Dirty Harry. Let's see, O.W. Larry says, but Odin, did you know Cisco will get worse later? Hey, hey, I hear he gets better later. That's not what I was told. I was told the opposite. I was told the opposite, Larry. How dare you? Oh, when my own people troll me. Jacob Ironside tagged to say, in Star Trek lore, Latinum is impossible to replicate. Interesting. Let's see. Asage tagged to say, the gold is worthless to them like loose pennies. Nice. Vincent Womack tagged to say, Quark is a sci-fi comedy from the 70s. Oh, so there's no relation. <laughs> so then why was it mentioned? Why did you mention it in the same sentence? You, you, got my, you got my hopes up. Then again, if there was an entire show dedicated to the character of Quark, I can only imagine the amount of times that Gold Press Latinum is going to be brought up. All right, Hardwick Tad to say, the reason that Tom Hanks is doing a Dutch accent in the Elvis trailer is that... Oh, so, yes... Hardwick, so this is something that's been brought up already several times, too, but here's the thing. I need to know whether or not that the character, the, the voice that he's doing is what the character would have actually sounded like. So I don't care if he's doing a Dutch accent. I care, okay, is that how the character actually talked? Because if that's not how the character actually talked, it's creepy. We are both just little children. Because you even say the real Parker got rid of his accent to pass as an American. So it sounds to me like he's doing it for no reason. And so therefore, it's just creepy. Or at least no good reason. Asajj, I to say, Morn in DS9 is a representation of Norm from Cheers. Is he? Which character is Morn? Which one is that? I don't know when I don't know that one as much. Bruce says, I thought the scene with Tom and Connolly on the water seemed out of place. You see, even I though didn't find it to be too out of place though. And and the reason why is because it all serves to help develop his arc and his character of the guy who is constantly moving but never moving forward, basically. Like he's he's always hopping around, going from place to place, right? Really doesn't ever find a home anywhere, either in the military or in life. And so I just, I don't know, I thought all the scenes with them together helped to kind of reiterate that and also helped to reiterate the arc that his character then goes through and the realization and the change that the character goes through as well. 
Orange Hat Reviews, who's a member, says, Odd fact, Jennifer Connelly was only 15, 16 years old when Top Gun was released. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was also about that age, or 18 at least, when she did <laughs> uh, Labyrinth with David Bowie. She was very young, at the very least, when, when she did Labyrinth. And it's kind of creepy. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Dario Sussman, thanks for stopping by, brother. And yeah, I will continue to enjoy DS9. Let's see. Laura says, unlike some IPs, Trek actually explains everything within the same show. Nice. Okay. That's good to know. So Gold Press Latinum will be explained at some point, maybe. Nearside Cyclops says, bald with a beard is a power-up. You, you should know this. This is very true. I never knew my true power. I never knew my true, t- my true power until I became bald. This is a fact. <laughs> oh, man. O.W. Larry says, I can't read? What do you mean I can't read? What do you mean I can't read? And why did you tag the quartering? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay, you were trying to tag the R. Okay, that, that one makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> that is bizarre that it auto-completed to the quartering. Uh, to the quartering. Let's see. Because uh, it's funny, says Visit Womack. Uh, Nathan Slay, uh, you haven't seen Dirty Harry in a while? Well, then you should ask yourself one question. Do you feel like watching that today? Well, do you, punk? Not really, to be honest. Not to diss it by any means. It's just not really in the mood for it. Brian Barth, have you heard of Red Dwarf? I've heard of it, but that's about it. I've, I've heard the name. I don't know much about it. Philip Hawkins, I had to say, the latinum is a silver metallic liquid metal that is pressed between worthless gold, which can be replicated. Ah, but what is it? Okay, you say it's a silver metallic liquid, but what actually is it? Will it be explained? Explain, explain. Now I'm crossing universes. Rowdy says, did the Russian bots uh, positive review bomb later seasons of Cisco, or does it actually get better? <laughs> that is the real question. Is it just a bunch of Russian bots telling me that Cisco's character gets better over time to make me believe in it to keep watching the show? Or are they real people behind these screen names who keep saying the same thing over and over again? <laughs> That's the real question. I think you're on to something, Rob D. Are the people in my chat actually real? Gold, good wrench. Gold press latinum and self-sealing stem bolts will reoccur in the series. Ah, yes, the self-sealing stem bolts. Uh, the friendship, yeah, the, the the friendship between the young Ferengi and Cisco's son is also a fun one. So when they end up randomly buying land that ends up being really valuable, I, I, that was a fun episode too. But I just I just love how you know the young Ferengi is all about you know, but how much you know gold press latinum can we get? You know, all about you know the deal and trying to make money and trying to make profits. And he just keeps getting upset because he's like, all we have are these self-sealing stem bolts. What are we going to do with self-sealing, self-sealing stem bolts? It's pretty great. Vake, what's going on? The one who doesn't talk. Vincent Womack, tag to say, Morn is the mute who is constantly in the bar. I don't know if I've recognized that character yet then. Mark Lizette says, in DS9, big hulking alien that is always at the bar never says anything. 
Is he the one that was sleeping like on a on a bench and he was told you know, like how many times have I told you not to be here? That one? I'm not sure if that's the same one or not. Cause I actually really like the I really like the makeup and effects for that character. So it's sad to hear that the character will never speak. Because the only other mute character that I remember is the servant of the Ferengi leader. Cause I was like, oh, he never talks. See, Soul Assassin says, have you, have you seen the film Fanboys as a scene with Star Wars and Star Trek fans fight? Uh, I've heard of it. I've never actually seen it myself, though. Let's see. Tina B says, a YouTube video of Colonel Parker I saw in one when I was doing a search that he was speaking Dutch. Interesting. But did he speak English with a Dutch accent and ever say the line, we are both little children, like Tom Hanks does? That's what I want to know. Bruce says, sounds good to me. What sounds good? I need context. Laura says, there's only two things I hate in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Yes. Yes. Love the gold member reference there. (laughs) It's one of my favorite lines from that movie. (laughs) It's that one. And then it's like, uh, I forget the rest of the line. But it's it's one in the previous Awesome Powers films where he he's like like what other things scare you? It's like it's like there's only two things that scare me. Yeah, there's only two things that scare me, and one is nuclear war. What's the other? Pardon? What's the other thing that scares you? Carnies, circus folk, smell like cabbage, small hands. That line, and then that one right there. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Ha ha ha, Dutch hater. Uh, let's see. O.W. Larry says, Cisco gets better, but Seska gets worse. Who's Seska? The R says, nice Dalek. You are quite talented. Well, thank you, the R. I appreciate that. As <laughs> Vincent Womack gives a quote from Morn, and it's a blank space. I, I appreciate the uh, <laughs> the dedication. Let's see. Asajj says, Morn is a silent comedy relief sitting at the bar. I'm leaving breadcrumbs, brother. Okay. I, again, I guess it's because he doesn't say much that I don't really ever notice him or remember him. Let's see. A. Money Wilson says, apparently the small plane that Maverick worked on is Thomas' personal plane. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, at the end of the film, he's actually flying a plane. So, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they were flying his own personal plane at the end. But again, that's just awesome. Like, it was, again, amazing to see in the end of the film, him in the plane with, with another actor. It's like, that. that's awesome. It just brings that level of realism to it. And it just makes it that much more enjoyable. Stephanie B in the chat. What's going on, Stephanie B? hey what's going on? Thank you very much for being in the chat. Yes, okay. So someone just on Odyssey, links can be sent. And so an image of Morn was sent. Okay, that was the one I was thinking of. Thank you. Yes. So that is the one who, during an episode, I think it's season two. It's, again, I forget the episode specifically, but... At one point, he's like laying down on a bench or something, and he's told to, to, told to leave. I don't really... Again, I, I recognize the character, but I don't really remember him being featured. So if he's just if he's just like an extra character, I guess maybe there's some episodes later on 
where it's more he's he's used more for comic relief i don't know Let's see. Digital Remnant says DS9 is my favorite Trek. It started partway through the Next Generation run, so it has that same atmosphere of serious Trek while pushing a serialized story arc forward. Yeah. And I was looking more into it, too, that around the same time Voyager was starting as well. So, let's see. Nearsighted Cyclops. Titus say, well, I am part Russian. Oh. Are you now? Is that is that how it works? I'm also Irish and German myself. Does that does that make me special? <laughs> or does that just confirm that you're a Russian bot? Nearside Cyclops. Russian bot confirmed. Confirmed. There's Stephanie B. What's going on, Stephanie B? Thanks for being here. I hope work went well. I hope work went very, very well. Yes. Thank you. Let's see, Keck 44 tagged a little later on, but I saw it. Latinum, I think, is an important industrial MacGuffin that is used in processing dilithium crystals. Ah. Will I find out more about dilithium crystals as the show goes on? <laughs> as he adds on, I think. Well, I, I appreciate the effort nonetheless. Let's see. Gary Banjo Sandwich tagged to say, one bar of Beskar equals potato and track. <laughs> One pound of Beskar. I raise you one pound of Beskar for two pounds of gold-pressed latinum. Gold-pressed latinum. Yeah, Jacob Ironside. I I would say turtle is definitely a a good way to describe it. (laughs) Let's see. Bruce is adding some context. I appreciate it. Saying, your thoughts on the the on-the-water scene. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you adding the context, good sir. It does help. It helps quite a bit. Mark Lizette says, they are trolling with Seska because she is from Voyager. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Is Seska the name of the captain in Voyager? Do they honestly release a show around the same time with one captain called Cisco and another ca- captain called Seska? What, what were they thinking? And is it true that... S- I don't want to start another uh, trolling, <laughs> another trolling spiel, uh, spiel, spree, spree, spree. But uh, is it true that Seska gets worse in later seasons, and that Cisco gets better? Cisco gets better, and Seska gets worse. Is is are both of those statements true? Anyway, Hardwick adds on. I also recommend Star Trek Continues, but it's best to watch the entire original series first, as it is, as the apply, uh, title implies, a continuation of it has a lot of callbacks. Gotcha, gotcha. Green Lion says, Parker was literally a Dutch carny. <laughs> hey, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, Tina B says, I'm listening to a short interview with the colonel, and yes, he has an accent. Having not heard a Dutch accent before, I don't know what it is, but his English is clear. Okay. Is he at any point saying, we are both like little children? Watch the trailer for Elvis and let me know how close he is. And if I should forgive him or not. Rob D, I love a gold member when Austin Powers' father meets Mini-Me and says, I thought I smell cabbage. And Mini-Me just dead looks at the camera like, <laughs> like I was not in the script. Yeah, there's a, a lot of great. Also, the whole. <laughs> and then there's, of course, the whole tripod discussion. Ridiculous. Great, great series of movies, though. They're, they're a lot of fun. General Wingster. 
So you could say Tom was leaving on a jet plane. Uh, I don't know when he'll be back again. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just like the song says. Let's see. Bruce then says, Mon becomes a fixture in the bar and I believe seen around the station from time to time. Yeah, again, I've, I, as soon as the picture was shared, I recognized the character. I was like, okay, yeah, I've seen this character before. But, but, I don't remember him being, someone mentioned him being comic relief. And it's like, I don't really remember all that much with that. Let's see. Hardwick says, what are your thoughts on the upcoming horror movie, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? I think it's hilarious that the copyright became public domain so that they could make the film. I, I actually think that's hilarious. Do, do I plan on seeing it? Not necessarily, because I don't really do horror films that much, but I am color me intrigued. I will say that much. Color me intrigued by a movie called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, a horror film featuring Winnie the Pooh. I don't know. I just find that very interesting. Let's see. Asajj tagged to say, my captain at Thomas Otterbein was the consultant for the original Top Gun. He hated me, but I'm still proud of that fact. Well, hey, there you go. That's awesome. Visit Womack says, does it make you special? 9999. Ha ha. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> I don't know what accent I just did. Let's see. <laughs> Let's move on from that. Nearside Cyclops. Beep, bop, boop. What? Not a bot. Hmm. I saw this. I have to highlight it. Latinum is gold press latinum. Excuse me. Laura, Laura, excuse me. Excuse me. Gold press latinum is greater than unobtainium. This is true. This is a fact. But only if it's gold pressed. Because it sounds like if it's just liquid, it doesn't hold much value. That's the real question. Is it that it has to be gold-plated? Is gold the only element that can actually hold latinum? Does it have to be gold-pressed? Can there be silver-pressed latinum? And this is why, again, I was saying, why didn't they just create other aspects of the currency? You could have had gold-pressed latinum, silver-pressed latinum, uh, platinum-pressed latinum. Yes, platinum-pressed latinum. Think about it. Could you have latinum-pressed platinum? Now, obviously, you couldn't because if latinum is a liquid, then that's not going to work. But still, imagine platinum press latinum. I'm just saying there's a lot of directions that could have gone in. But instead, every episode, well, how about six bars of gold press latinum? Soul Assassin <laughs> tag. All this talk about Trek reminds me of that Dexter Laboratory episode. And yes, I said laboratory because that's how he said it. Trek spoof. I, for, I don't remember the Trek spoof from Dexter's Laboratory. I love I love me some Dexter's Lab though. My favorite episode was the Omelette du Fromage episode. That's all you can say. It's all you can say. Hardwick says, "Did you realize that Jennifer character Penny Benjamin was referenced in the original Top Gun as an admiral's daughter that Maverick had been romantically involved with?" What? No, I didn't. Part of me wanted to go back to watch, to rewatch the original. Maybe I will at this point, and then go see it again. Mr. Womack says, no, Janeway is the captain. Seska wasn't original of wasn't original of the Voyager crew. Okay, so Seska gets added on later. Let's see. Rob D says, Odin five minutes. Mods, ban anyone in the chat that brings up Cisco again and how he gets better in later seasons. I wouldn't do that. They would just do that on their own. 
Because even 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 the Valkyrie have their limit. All right, let's see. Laura says, no, Captain Janeway was the Voyager captain. That I remember. And a hologram doctor. Ah, interesting. Let's see. Watching, uh, waiting for the Orville. By the way, waiting for the Orville. Aren't we just like a few days away? Because isn't it like June 3rd that the Orville finally comes back? It's very soon. Never we watched the S9. It was not my favorite Trek. Well, it's the only Trek that I really know. And so far, I'm liking it. Mark Lazeth, tagged to say, Seska is an undercover spy in Voyager, so she does get worse as time goes by. Oh, okay. Acting or just the character is evil? Tina B. says, no, uh, he said he's not responsible for Elvis getting on drugs. It was after Elvis dropped dead. Oh. So he doesn't say, we are both like little children. Interesting. <laughs> Carl Peters tagged to say, DS9 started season uh, started season at season three or four of Next Gen. Voyager started at about season three or four of DS9. Yeah, I again, I wasn't exactly sure when it started, but I just know that it started around the same time. Uh, Motorhead Jordy. Evolution is a mystery. Motorhead says, hey, Odin, Justified, yay or nay, it's coming back. I've never watched Justified, but I thought I heard somewhere that it was coming back. So I don't really have an opinion on it, but I've heard good things about it. Kick 44. Dilithium crystals are used to regulate matter slash antimatter reactions. Important for warp travel. Ah. Calling me a noob at the end. I'm not. I, I, I've never said that I'm a Trekkie. That I'm an expert in the Trekkie universe. This is, again, this is the first Trek show that I'm actually dedicating time to. All right. The first, it's the first Trek I've dedicated time to. And you're just going to make fun of me? Keg 44, how could you? How could you be so mean? How dare you? How dare you? Gary Benjamin Worthington says, Hank's got a latex finish his next two films. He's He has out got, uh, he has out got him all transformed. I, I think that was supposed to say something else. Uh, are you talking about for the upcoming live action Pinocchio or, or a different one? Because I don't remember too much latex in the Pinocchio trailer, but maybe I, I missed it because, oh, the CGI in that trailer looks so bad. Ugh. Disney needs just to stop making these live action remakes. They're not good, especially when they're just going to use CGI. It's like, why even have a live action remake if you're not even going to do live action stuff? Like, come on, man. Come on, man. <sighs> how 3000 what's going on brother just wanted to say hi let's see Bruce had to say I do not recall them ever explaining why it had to be pressed in gold well that just makes me sad Gary Banjo Sandwich says my latinum is pressed it, my latinum is between two pieces of wonder bread you have two pieces of wonder bread pressed latinum that's worthless Just it's just gonna get absorbed into the bread and then the bread will get soggy. Sounds disgusting. No one wants their bread soggy with latinum. Visit Womack. Gold is basically useless in Star Trek Universe. Might as well use it as a container. Or maybe it's non-reactive to the liquid. Who knows? Again, that's something that I would like to know. So DS9 writers, hopefully it gets explained. But according to some people who have seen the show, it doesn't. So I demand that you write a novel or make a comic book 
like the Star Wars people do, to explain the major plot hole of why it has to be gold-pressed latinum. I'm kidding, by the way. You don't have to do that. Asajj says, Latinum, in its liquid form, and its worth is answered. Keep watching. It all it all revolves around a Morn arc. Okay. That's gotta be that's gotta be a troll, right? Since everyone just confirmed that Morn is just like a random throwaway character, or does it actually happen? Visit Channel K Lee says, How is the uh, how has the movie biz going? Movie biz has been pretty good, man. Because you have an amazing opening weekend for Top Gun Maverick making about $300 million when all has been said and done. It made $126 million in the three-day opening. Four-day opening, it made over $150 million. So uh, it's looking very, very good for that movie right now. Unfortunately, the numbers website doesn't have it updated, but Box Office Mojo does. It's one of the very rare times that Box Office Mojo actually has, an, has a number. Right now, it's sitting at 160 million point five domestically, 139.5 internationally, for a worldwide total of over $300 million. Amazing. So, yeah, Top Gun Mavericks, massive box office, doing very, very well. And it's solid. Glad to see it. Let's see. Uh, Orange Review says, Harbrick's comment was why I pointed out Jen Connolly's age back then. It was an odd choice. Yes. Yes, it was. A. Money Wilson tagged to say, the number one rule for DS9 is O'Brien must suffer. <laughs> he does suffer a lot. That's a very good point. And it's very sad because he's so nice. He's just such a good-natured fellow. And I just love the relationship between him and his wife. And again, that was another really good arc I liked, too. Um, it was within... It was within the span of the end of the first season where, or I guess this would have been before the end of the first season, but it was still in the first season. And there's a story arc when the school gets attacked by one of the orthodox members of the religion in DS9. And I thought it was really fascinating to hear about the discussion about faith in schools, basically, and how to handle faith and philosophy and how his wife is very much about, I need to teach you. I can only teach science and facts and everything. Basically saying like faith has no place in here. And I thought that was interesting. And then also Cisco's comment about not wanting there to be essentially religious schools on the DS DS nine. I thought that was interesting too. So basically Cisco is all about public education. Something to think about for all the Cisco fans out there. He's against private education. I'm kidding, by the way. <laughs> anyway, Laura says, I'll super chat you to never say that Hank's line again. <laughs> Wait, what line? We are both just little children. I need to find the actual line so that I can actually like get it right. Because I, <laughs> I know that the line that I'm saying is probably not even close to what it actually is supposed to be. <laughs> Oh, man, oh, man. Let's see. Uh, Fizz Channel K. Lee says, watch the original series and stop. DS9 is great, though. Like, I'm kind of worried to go back to the original series because if, if the original series isn't as good as DS9, it's going to make me sad. Because, again, I'm really enjoying it. Let's see. Hound 3000. 
Tag to say, and a good choice of Star Trek series. Nice. Glad to hear that my choice is good. <laughs> General Wingster, I just saw this. I had to highlight it. But after seeing one season of DS9, you know, I'm something of an expert myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I just become the meme from, from Spider-Man. You know, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm somewhat of a no for this for this case it'd be like Odin watches one season of Trek. You know, I'm I'm somewhat of a of a Trekkie myself. Uh, let's see. Gary Banjo Sandwich says noob Trek with Odin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I was talking about the CGI in the Pinocchio live quote-unquote live-action trailer was pretty bad. Oh, no, all, all the modern Marvel movies have terrible CGI. So that's kind of a given at this point. Vincent Womack says, Have you ever watched Stargate SG-1 or Atlantis? Nope, I have not. I've got too many shows on the list. Too many shows. Too many shows on the list. Stephanie B. Tag to say, I have to go see Top Gun 2 Thursday as a chaperone at work. Still grinding while you are on vacay. I'm jealous. Keep keep that day job. <laughs> well, hey, Stephanie B. I'm excited to hear that you're going to see Top Gun 2. I think you'll enjoy it. I really do think you will enjoy it. Because it it's a very fun movie. And I would ask if you've seen the original or not. I don't really necessarily think you have to see the original, but I'd recommend it. It's a very cheesy movie if you've not seen it before. Let's see. Vincent Womack says, Morn is more than meets the eye. Morn that meets the eye. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Let's see. What's going on? What? Says you do not have to do homework to watch a movie. What? I'm very confused. Uh, Gary Bear says, where this says, Latinum is unstable. Gold is the only metal you can use to house it. Okay, is that explained in the show, though? That's the real question. Carl Peters says, some mysteries must always remain. Latinum is one of those things. I don't know. Acor- according to Gary, Gary Banjo's sandwich, it does get explained. So which is it? Harwick says, the director of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, says that Eeyore isn't in the movie because Pooh and Piglet ate him. What? Spoilers. Spoilers. Rob D. That's also terrifying. Rob D. says, The numbers is still intoxicated from how much beer it had over the weekend. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Rosie 12 says, Hmm, all latinum all the time. Exactly. Gold press latinum, mind you. Let's see. Asaj says, I wouldn't lie to you. I'm terrible at lying. I mean, I pull muscles sleeping. I'm so bad. <laughs> so he does. So the silent character becomes a major arc or has an arc but he doesn't have any lines interesting green lion says are theater owners doing okay enough to remain solvent if it stays at this level for the next three to five years yeah i would say so they made a crap ton of money from spider-man no way home they're making a lot of money from uh doctor strange 2 you know obviously i'm not a fan of the film but hey it's it's doing well for theaters as the movie has made a lot of money worldwide and about 40% 40% of the money it's made will go to the theaters. So that's looking pretty good for it. And then Top Gun is obviously making a lot of money for theaters. And it's set to be a pretty good summer. Uh, Top Gun really, I think, has set the pace, especially 
because it's a film that not everyone was expecting to do as well as it is doing. And so I think it's going to change some of the prospects and some of the, um, it's probably going to change some of the box office previewing that's going on and some of the projections that are going on too. If I, if I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of the, what the, some of the way out projections start to increase in their number because of how well a film like Top Gun's doing. But I think also that might be missing the forest for the trees because the reason why Top Gun 2 Maverick is doing so well is because it's a good film because it is respecting the source material and because it has very good word of mouth. Whether or not these other films that are set to come out or not are going to be able to do the same thing is still a huge question mark. Like, for instance, whether Jurassic World Dominion is going to actually be a decent Jurassic Park movie. It's supposedly the end, but we'll see. Tina B's getting triggered by the line. <laughs> what which which line is that, Tina? Is it the Tom Hanks line? <laughs> Tina that says, "So that's all this movie has going for it." Tom Hanks saying those cre- the, the the creepy line in a creepy accent. That's pretty much again that, and that's the that's the issue though, Tina, is that the trailer is not very good because, and this is one of the reasons, for me, it's not very good because the only thing I walk away from that trailer is, oh, this kid's performance actually looks pretty good, and wait, what was that? Was that was was that just a, a wild Tom Hanks coming out of nowhere? And then all of a sudden, you get to a point where he's just saying that line about, we are both little children, and you're like, what the heck is this? So... It basically just looks like a movie where, just based on the trailer, I can already predict that it wouldn't surprise me if this happens, that Tom Hanks will eat up the scenery in every single scene that he's in and distract away from from the young actor who's giving a seemingly giving a really good performance as as Elvis. So, Tina, I did not attack the original Star Wars. I did not attack the original Star Wars. I said, if I ever do watch the original Star Wars... That if for any reason I don't like it as much, or if maybe I don't like it, because that could happen, because there is a pretty huge time gap between those shows, meaning the production's going to be a little bit different, meaning that the overall feel of it's going to be a little bit different. But again, that that would be more of a subjective view. So, but I didn't attack it. Richard Fontaine says that last episode of season one had a few different concepts surrounding religion thrown into it. The reason I said you would like it exactly, Victor Fontaine. It's very deep. I liked it a lot. Let's see. Mark Lizette says Star Trek original series has great stories, but the effects are bad and Kirk's acting is notoriously over the top. Well, again, is it? Here's the real question. Is Kirk's acting better or rather is, is Will Shatner's acting? And I've already seen his acting in Twilight Zone episodes. And I, I like his acting in the Twilight Zone episodes. There obviously are people that make fun of his acting. Like, there's something on the wing. But that's not how he says it. That, that's not how he actually gives the line. And I know that his acting in Star Trek probably is also overstated, too, of it being over the top, like, like as much as is said to be necessarily. But the real question is, is the acting better than Cisco? Does the character of Kirk's acting get better like Cisco's acting gets better or like the character of Cisco gets better? Does it have the same arc to it? That's the real question. 
The physics channel Kenny Lee says DS9 gets really weird towards the end of the series, although the war is good. Yeah, that's what that's what I've heard, especially about the the war getting good. Uh, Visit Womack says I agree with Kaiko. School is for science. Kiko, school is for science and facts. Churches, temples, and co are for faith. Well, again, it depends on what kind of school it is. Right, private versus public, and also in our own country there's this concept of separation of church and state. However, the way it's been implemented is actually not how the constitution has been laid out. The concept of separation of church and state itself is nowhere in the constitution. And the only time it's ever mentioned in any of the founding like documents, including any of the letters is what a letter from Thomas Jefferson, where it's specifically talking about that the state can't get involved in church affairs, not the other way around necessarily. That's a whole other discussion though. So we'll hold off on that one for a bit. Let's see. Physics Channel with Kenny Lee says, Summer watch list, Babylon 5, Stargate SG-1, Stargate Atlantis. For me? No, I've got way I've got way too many other things to watch, not, not to mention uh, I've got to still finish DS9. Nathan Slay says, You know, I guess you can say that since we all have childish moments in the way we act at times, we are... <laughs> okay, for the record... Tina and anyone else who's getting bothered. Oh, and Laura, who's getting bothered by this line. Nathan Slay has has it on the screen. I guess you can say we are all just little children. <laughs> uh, too old for toys. Welcome to the chat. Took me a second. But I was like, I'm pretty sure that says too old for toys. No one's ever too old for toys. Just ask as. He has a whole channel and show dedicated to it. Stephanie B says, I want platinum, not latinum. I think all of us would rather have platinum than gold press latinum. Especially since one's real and one's in a fictional universe. <laughs> oh, let's see. Stephanie B also then says, What is Doctor Strange? The cape? Or did he get superpowers? I don't know. You never saw the original one either? I feel like the original one was actually pretty solid. It was from it was from the earlier days. Before things got really bad. Before the dark times. Before the really dark times of the MCU. <laughs> uh, let's see. Stephanie B then says, I want to see Jeremy Irons in anything. He could act in rings. He could act rings around Tom Hanks. Well, based on this trailer, I would say I would much rather have him playing this character than Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> and you, you like that line about eat the scenery? That's what he seems to be doing. It's like, okay, so now any scene you're in, you're going to have that weird accent. And and again, I'm not saying that that Dutch people have weird accents. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the accent that Tom Hanks does, which you can say he's trying to do a, a Dutch accent. I don't know whether or not the accent is legitimate or not, like whether or not he's doing it well or not. All I'm saying is that the accent that he's doing in the trailer which I assume is the same accent that he'll be consistently be doing throughout the entirety of the movie is just going to be a distraction from anything else happening on screen and anything else happening in a scene. So he's going to upstage Elvis, basically, or the young actor playing Elvis. That's not a good thing. That's what I get as a takeaway from the trailer, at least. Master of Gaming, what's going on? Thank you for being here. All right, we're getting towards the end of the show, uh, so we'll try and get through the remaining comments we have. G-Man, thank you for the $2 super chat. He has two pieces of gold-pressed lithium. Cold-pressed lithium. Sorry. I thought you were misspelling it for a second, but no. And instead of giving me two pieces of gold-pressed latinum, you're giving me two pieces of cold-pressed lithium. 
I don't know necessarily if that's going to be any help to me whatsoever, but let's see. Tina B says, William Shatner was Shakespeare trained, uh, as was Leonard Nimoy. I can't compare Shatner to Avery Brooks. They're two different actors. That's like comparing Olivier to Brana. But I would say it's different, though, because I think Olivia and Brana are both solid and fantastic actors. And I think Brana was... I'm pretty sure Brana had... Didn't he have some Shakespeare training as well? I feel like he had some classical training. He's at least on plays. But I, I would not... Because I would... To me, Olivia and Brana are like on, on such a different level than even Shatner and Brooks are. Like, I, I can see why... And I see the point especially about Shatner and Avery Brooks being on entirely different levels. But then I would also say that Olivier and Brana are on their own like level as well. I don't know. Let's see. Hardwick. Uh, if you liked William Shatner's acting in The Twilight Zone, you will likely like him in the original Star Trek as well. Yeah. Or at least I don't remember it being bad. Let's see. Asajj. Tag to say, DS9 is the only series which we see green shirts who are the Federation Marines. Interesting. Huh. Very interesting. Let's see. Motorhead. Evolution is a mystery. Thank you for the super chat. Says, what are a few things in your watch list? So, obviously, DS9 is in my watch list. Um, let's see. The Outfit, which was sent to me by Laura. And there's a plethora of films that I have in this. That is actually the shelf behind me. Films that I've been sent by people following the channel. Several films sent by Rosie G12. Several films sent by uh, Laura that have priority. Some films that have been sent by studios too. So I, I want to get through all those as soon as I possibly can. Um, so I, I don't have all those off the top of my head. But those, those would be a couple of the ones that I mentioned. Let's see. Visit Womack then says, those are not toys. They are collectibles. Ah, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, Padre Cocinero, welcome. C, S-C-H, welcome. Soul Assassin, what's going on? Gold, press, latinum, or Bitcoin, says Green Lion. Which I, So, well, Bitcoin actually exists in our universe. So it's a real tangible, at, I say real tangible asset, but... In comparison, it's a, it's a lot more real and tangible than gold press latinum. However, <laughs> um, it is what it is. Let's see. Hardwick, have you heard of Howard Hughes' Hell's Angels? It has a lot of impressive dogfight stunts filmed in real airplanes. Yeah, it's it was. Uh, I only know it from the Aviator because uh, I know the Aviator. I'm pretty sure it's the Aviator. Actually, is a film about Howard Hughes, and so it goes into. That's one of the films that it talks about. Let's see. Oh, I didn't mean to pin that comment. Sorry. Sorry. Let's see, Victor Fontaine. To have to say, season two, disc one of DS9 going in the player. I have to get caught up with you. Nice, Victor Fontaine. Hey, I'm just glad that I've made some movement. I felt so bad because it was you and I think someone else was asking, like, where where was I in DS9? And I was like, I haven't moved anywhere. So I'm glad that I've finally gotten to the point where I can be like, oh, yes. Let's see. Gary Banjo Sandwich says, Bet Hanks has a freaky voice in Pinocchio. Oh, yeah. He is putting on an accent for Pinocchio. You can hear it in the trailer. Let's see. Tina says, Yes, Brana did Henry V, just like Olivier did. Directed and starred in it. Also did his version of Hamlet like Olivier. I wish he'd get back to Shakespeare. Yeah, I mean, 
I think he's just talented with it, like no matter what he does. But obviously, that doesn't mean that everything he does has been good. But yeah, I think both of them, Olivier, Brana, they're both different tier of actor. Let's see. Brana was Royal Shakespeare Company trained, I believe. Nice green line. Yeah. I think that both of them are, are solid actors. And obviously, they have a lot of similarities. Soul Assassin, what is it, Brethra? Jefe. Why, a guapo. Uh, Joe Wingster, does Odin feel the need for speed? Always. Always. Physical the Last Starfighter was great for its time and could be remade using today's gaming culture. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, I do like The Last Starfighter as a film. And to be honest, though it could be remade, I don't really want it to. I think the story is, is kind of good. And I, rather, I, think the, I think the film itself is actually kind of good how it is. Harbick says, Christopher Plummer was the only actor who could, re- who could recite Shakespeare in the original Klingon. Is that true? Dang. That, that's impressive. Let's see, Rob D. I remember the aviator guy wanted to build a plane the size of <laughs> the, si- the size of a Star Destroyer. Ah, uh, yes. All right. Stephanie B says, we got to eat dinner, yo. I know. I know. I'm trying, I'm trying to wrap things up. The R says, tangent. Should I watch everything everywhere? I heard it's an anti-Catholic. Mo-. So, yeah, the R. I saw it was, um, yeah. Um, John Henry Weston did an entire video about it. I, no, I think he's reaching. I'm going to be totally honest. That, that video he did about it being anti-Catholic, anti-Eucharist, he's reaching. Like, the whole thing with the donut that he mentioned, that is, if you actually watch the film in context, it's very clearly just this, it's, again, it is a multiverse. And it's much more of a multiverse of madness than even Doctor Strange is. And to me, it came across more of a, this was just a random thing that was come up with and not a blatant attempt to try and go after the Catholic Church. Like that that to me, I just don't I don't understand Weston's mindset on that, and I don't agree with his video of it being anti-Catholic. I did not get that at any point. So I would say it's worth going to see. Do know that there are some sequences and scenes in there that obviously if you are uh one who does not like, you know, foul language or, you know, other situations, they exist in the film but they are very limited in in how they come across in the film itself. So it's not like a dirty film by any means. But yeah, I, I, just, I just don't really understand that personally. But anyway, that's going to be it for me tonight, everybody. So thank you all very much for hanging out. A lot of fun. A lot of talk about DS9. So I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, yes, finally something that I can talk about. Uh, so I'm very happy to be going further into the show. Uh, hopefully I can keep this train rolling and I can get through some more episodes so that I can then say I've watched two seasons and then three seasons and then obviously get through the rest. And maybe if by the end of it, I'm intrigued by the characters in the show or characters from other series, cause I'm sure there's some crossover events that probably happen, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see, um, exactly how far I get into the show, how quickly and how, how, Quickly, how far and how quickly, how far I get into the show. Again, I knew that it wasn't going to make any sense, but it is what it is. And if I want to watch anything else. But anyway, thank you to all the members on the channel for hanging out tonight. Thank you, of course, to the mods, to the amazing Tina and Steph, the Valkyrie, and of course, to Laura as well, the modern major general. Appreciate y'all very much for, for being here. And uh, shout out to everybody. Shout out to the May supporters. This will be the last May video. And just remember that starting tomorrow, Keeper of the Bifrost, Army of Asgard, things are going to be changing for those levels. Uh, So the changes went into effect, but I did give a month of kind of like a a month of buffer before I 
actually went in and, and started to move things around. But basically, if anyone is a supporter on Patreon or Subscribestar at those levels, just know that Army of Asgard, you're getting access to the podcast and therefore the Q&A post as well to ask questions for the podcast. But you're losing access to the giveaways channel, whereas Keeper the Bifrost, you are exclusively having access to the giveaways channel as well as the Chosen of Valhalla. And then also you still have the podcast too. So it's just shifting those things around. Those are really the only major changes that happen. But also to keep it the Bifrost, y'all also exclusively get the verbal shoutouts. And so uh, if you are either starting at the Keeper of the Bifrost level or upgrading to Keeper of the Bifrost level, please make sure you contact me to let me know what shoutout you want uh, or what you want me to shout out for the month of June. Anyway, thank you all for being here tonight. Please make sure y'all check out Tina and Steph's channels. Uh, I believe it's Tina's channel that right now is hosting Soup to Nuts, but they have a show coming up, what, this Thursday, this Friday? They're going to post a link, I'm sure, in just a second, but support Soup to Nuts, support the Valkyrie. Anyway, tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., see you all for the Good Morning Asgard podcast. We'll see what we'll talk about then. Thursday, see you on the OMB Report for the OMB Report live show. Anyway, you guys are all amazing, and beautiful people, hope you all have a wonderful rest of your evening. I'm going to go have some ice cream and maybe some cookies as well. Anyway, have a good one, and as always... God bless. Before going any further, I wanted to give a very, very huge special shout out to one of my Valkyries, one of my longtime supporters, Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a supporter and for being a mod on this channel. And now for a huge special shout out to all of my members who are at the Keeper of the Bifrost level and above on Patreon, Subscribestar, and Locals. So first on Patreon, Brandon, let's go Brandon, Christopher Bowman, Garrett Searles, Hymir Irie Hymason, Jacob from Holland, Jacob Juice, who you can check out on his Letterboxd, Jacob Juice is how you can find it, Jeffrey Toon, Joey Horn, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the Modern Major General, Story, Mad Mike Jackson, special shout out for him in a second, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Orange Hat Reviews, you can check out his channel, Orange Hat Reviews, Rosetta Allen, you can check out her channel as well, Stan Andrian, and Miss Martin Muses, who also has a YouTube channel, and a special shout out, as I mentioned, to Jacob Juice from Holland, again, letterbox.com slash Jacob Juice for more information about him, and a special shout out to my members over on Subscribestar, Matt, 317, Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Mr. Roy, and a huge shout out to my newest chosen of Valhalla member, Luca Illich, J-Rod, the Beer Guru, and ZK Man. Thank y'all very much for supporting on Subscribestar, and to uh, two of the members who are supporting me over on Locals, who asked for special shout outs. First off, Minnesota hockey fan, let's go, let's, let, let's get a hockey player, and UAB Mad Dog, Mike Jackson, for the win. Thank you very much for supporting me. And also Robert Barnes on Locals as well. Anyway, if you want a special shout-out, and Brett D90, for that matter. If you want a special shout-out at the end of every single video, please check out that top link at the very top of the video description. It'll give you more information about the different tiers and what you get every single month. Thank you guys for your love, for your patience, for this month's shout-out video as well. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.